0: Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We are your hosts, I'm Ryan.
1: My name's Nathan, how's it going?
0: And it is good to be here on another beautiful fall day, I guess it's officially fall now, in Vancouver, Canada. West Coast, we call it the Pacific Southwest here, not the Pacific Northwest because it's south for us, but In we... In Canada terms. Exactly. Yeah. So, how you doing, Nathan?
1: Oh, I'm not too bad. Uh, yeah, just enjoying the weather and like, sort of allowing my mind to wander and think of ideas and being susceptible to, to that sort of thing. Yeah. How are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Good to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, sure. I know you're out of school now, mm-hmm. which is cool. Have a bit um, more time. Yeah, a bit more time to devote to screenplays, which they do require a lot of devotion. Let's be honest.
1: No, it's true. It's, I mean, we could do a whole episode on a devotion.
0: We should. The
1: notion of, I kind of feel like when you're writing a screenplay, you're almost in a marriage or relationship, long-term relationship where you, yes, there's going to be some highs, but there's going to be some lows and you have to stick with that person or screenplay. Exactly. To ride it out for as long as it takes.
0: You got to ride it out. There's ups and downs. There's, uh, moments of, uh, discovery. There's the innermost cave. There's gradual rise to a climax, then a conclusion. And then the credits roll. And you're done. Yeah, and that's movies, and that's life.
1: Exactly. Now, should we mention this on the podcast? That we we were we were just talking about this, and we just received some big news from uh, our uh, part time slash full time job at Steam Engine Coffee. Uh, yes, we don't make all of our money from screenplay writing unfortunately. Yeah. If you have been keeping up with the podcast, you know that.
0: We want to keep one foot in real life. Yeah. Can't just all be in you know the glor, you know the uh, the excitement of screenplays. It's not we do need to stay connected to the real world, so
1: there's so many characters that walk into a coffee shop oh, and absolutely. just based on their coffee order alone you learn so much about them and it's yeah. like there's a screenplay, there's a screenplay, I'm gonna use that character. So yeah. many times I'll be working, I'll have my will uh, I'll I'll be thinking of uh, I can't think of a character. Of course I'll have my laptop on on the counter and I'll be
0: there's this latte guy, remember that guy? Yeah. Oh this my god. This guy goodness. orders a latte every day. Which is just amazing to me. The consistency the politeness with which he orders I don't know much about him, but I've projected a lot onto his character and his personality I'm a character guy yeah it's so that's a lot of sort milk. of what I do lots of, he likes milk he likes it steamed not too hot he usually says don't make it too hot yeah, which we don't do, which is perfect yeah he likes it,
1: and that's the sort of thing where it's like so why would a character get a lot to every day, you know? And so you just kind of think about that, and then, the boom, you have, you have the next act of your screenplay written, practically written for you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Meanwhile, if you had been, you know, just standing around at home, opening up the fridge for the 14th time that day, wondering if there's going to be anything new in it, I don't think there's any characters there unless the fridge was a character in, in an animated Pixar-type movie. But
0: Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. So essentially,
1: what we were just talking about, we just found out this huge news is that uh, our wonderful manager is actually leaving the coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, going on to bigger and better things. Yep. Um,
0: Donovan is out of there. Donovan's out. Good guy. Liked him.
1: Yeah, he was good at. Uh, he wasn't like, best at like scheduling and stuff, but
0: not great at scheduling. Yeah, uh, but, but it's a um, hard. It's like tough. Not
1: easy. It's a tough job. Um. But now there's an opening, and well, have you reached a verdict of whether you're going to apply? Yeah, I'm going to throw my hat in. Yeah, I'm going to toss
0: my hat into in that ring. I think it's when I thought about what Donovan does and what you know my skill set uh, is, I thought it was a pretty good match. Yeah, thought it was a pretty good match. I think I'd be a good good uh, store manager, um, taking the reins from Donovan. I think uh, I think I'm going to sh- go for it. Um, yeah. How about, how about you? Do you know of anyone else besides me who will be going for it? Uh,
1: yeah, I will be for sure.
0: You will be, you'll be what? You'll be nominating someone else to, to go for the position?
1: Um, well, I'll be nominating myself oh, to apply okay, it I see. for it.
0: I see. Okay, gotcha. You'll be nominating yourself. Oh, okay, the interesting. Of
1: nominating someone else is really something that happens in a job setting, and
0: well, it's a bit of a nomination process. You know, you can have a nomination process where you put forward names of individuals who have the skill set, the determination, and the managerial abilities to take on that role. Which yeah. is, um, you know, I I've heard that a few people have tossed my name into the ring and threw my hat into the ring, and. I'm um, happy to, you know, step up and, and do that. I think you also, you know, that's great that you're you're tossing your hat in there. A couple yeah. hats, get a couple hats in there, and I think that'll be great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it'd be really important to me, and I feel like I'd actually do a really good job. Uh, Absolutely. I do definitely have the skill set. Uh, yeah. I've been wor- working on building those skills, so it I think- w- will be really good for me, and I think I could really thrive in that position, so...
0: You know, this reminds me a bit of a screenplay writing sort of scenario and careers where sometimes you want to take on screenplays that you're just not ready for. Sometimes people like to do screen p- screenplay writers. And is I, it I just think in general or is it anyone, anyone for, in particular? No, any, everyone in general. I think sometimes you have sc- screenplay writers who have some skills for sure and they see a. Potential idea that they think maybe I could take that on. I'm not quite good enough to do that. And maybe there are other people who are better, you know, positioned to take on that role. But still, you want to give it a try and throw your hat into the ring on that one. And I think that's a really good thing to strive for it's striving you got to strive for things that are just out of reach and you know you're not going to achieve them but sometimes you got to go for it i think that's really good in a screenplay scenario and i think it's good for people in regular life
1: right well sometimes other screenplay writers uh think that they're so good and they're so cocky and that their ideas their screenplays are so good and other times they also leave their Tupperware in the fridge for too long, and yeah, they have to get it cleaned out. So yeah, not familiar with anyone like there. that,
0: but not 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 too well, familiar with those go types of people. From, uh, but
1: IKEA and go downstairs into their mirror section.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, today's episode is all about criticism. Criticism, it's something that comes with the territory, whether you're a a store manager or a screenplay writer. And you need to confront it you need to recognize that you're not perfect and even though your screenplay is more or less uh more or less right on the money spot on and uh, good to go some people are going to come in with some criticism and you have to figure out a way to deflect that and and listen to it and not take it personally
1: yeah well i think the easiest way to accomplish such a feat is by creating a writer's workshop, which Bingo. we have been working on. We've yeah. been doing our, our famous writer's workshops held at Steam Engine, actually. And they, they're great fun. They're great community building. And it's an easy way to get feedback on your script. You get to meet new people, potential um, friends or partners. Bingo. So organize a writing workshop. and and But, of course, like it's a difficult process and people's feelings can get hurt so there's a few ways you can kind of go about alleviating that
0: yeah absolutely the workshop for us has been uh been really useful it's been a godsend it's been fantastic for helping us develop thick skin when it comes to taking criticism as well as learning how to give criticism in a constructive way uh when we started out nathan and i would just If I passed Nathan a screenplay, he would say, here's my criticism, and he'd, he'd tear it into shreds. And that would be my only copy. And I would do the same for him. I'd just basically say, this is garbage, start again. I would start again, toss it into a ball, and throw it in the recycling. Now, we do what's called the Nathan and Ryan ice cream sandwich method. It's the Nathan and Ryan ice getting cream hungry, sandwich. just kind of thinking of it. about it. We're getting hungry just thinking about it. I am too. Um, because what you want to do is you want to start with a layer that is f- both firm and soft at the same time. Okay? Which is like the ice cream sandwich cookie layer. The ideal ice cream sandwich uh, frame or cookie is soft enough to bite through but firm enough to hold in the the contents below so you want to come in right away with something that is you know a little friendly a little a little gentle but also tasty and firm i firmly think this is a pretty good screenplay it would be an instance <laughs> example of how to start i am confident that this is pretty good is something that I typically start with. And that's something that gets people ready to hear, oh, this person's constructive, and also they're going to bring it honest feedback. They're going to bring that honest feedback. The next layer is the the meat or the cream of the ice cream sandwich layer feedback system. You want to come with something that is thick and frozen cold, ice cold, but also sweet. So you want to have something that you can... The, the writer can really sink their teeth into. It's gonna linger in their mouth and melt, melt in their mouth, and stay with them. They're gonna savor that flavor, they're gonna enjoy it, and they're gonna take something away that they'll never forget. Uh, with regard to their screenplay, and it's gonna make it better. And then you finish with something else that's firm and uh, soft and firm at the same time as well, the lower level of the ice cream sandwich feedback layer. And what Nathan and I did is we actually started creating our own vegan ice cream sandwiches oh to sell God. at Steam yeah. Engine
1: Coffee. Don't have a freezer, though. That's what sucks.
0: And what happened was, we're just going to share some details here. We started this workshop where we would invite people to bring their screenplays. We'd give constructive feedback to each other, share you know share our screenplay ideas, do Logo on Cage matches on the spot. It became... An ice cream sandwich workshop where we all collectively together started making, fabricating these ice cream sandwiches. Now we sell them for three seventy-five a pop at farmers markets and vegan pop-ups throughout the city. We've made thousands of dollars over the past two months. We kind of dropped the work, the uh, screenplay workshop component, but we've put the money to good use. So it's mostly about the ice cream sandwiches at this point.
1: Yeah. The other thing that's important is and I feel like what's a big issue when we were doing the writing workshop is you have to question people's criticism. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be like it's important to have a healthy discussion around this because it's like if someone is like, "Oh, I felt like this character wasn't realistic. I don't think I don't think this sort of person would do that." Yeah. You know, you want to come back with questions. You want to be like, "What have you written? Yeah. What have you done that's any good?" Yeah. Uh, how, many, how many
0: have you published? How many have you published? How many have you finished? Yeah. You know, how many dozens? Get out. Yeah. Okay. That sort of thing. So Nathan it's and like, I are on seven or eight dozens each. Yeah. Uh, so how many dozens have you written?
1: You want to m- assert yourself as leaders within the workshop. So yeah. it's kind of like you're almost, in a way, it's like people can criticize you, but it's like you have a force field because you're organizing it. So it's like criticism yeah. Yeah. just kind of like bounces off Bounces off. Of you. off. And yep. then you're like, giving other people really, like, hard takedowns. And then you're also telling them how to make the ice cream sandwiches. So,
0: Yeah, yeah. And you need some quality control in the ice cream sandwiches. Otherwise, they're going to be all different. You want them to be consistent so that everyone's purchase experience is the same. Everyone's eating experience is the same. So that's why we created a mold for the ice cream sandwiches. I'm not going to go into the details, but we basically create a, a huge slab of ice cream sandwich. We created a mold cutter that will cut this mold into 24 identical ice cream sandwiches. With no corners no left cor- behind. No corners left behind. Very, very um, sharp sharp edges, which is what people want. We've, we did some customer feedback surveys on that. and uh,
1: Yeah, they're not round. They're square. Exactly, and the other thing too about the mold is that it, it's uh, it's slightly inconsistent, so that it provides a feeling of homemade.
0: Exactly. So it's not just Rustic. like going
1: down to the SO and like grabbing a. Yeah. Klondike ice cream sandwich or whatever.
0: From the from the bin, yeah, the bin absolutely. Of,
1: uh, no handmade we use basket. We
0: hand wrap them in um, parchment paper. Yeah. And. Uh, well, we yeah. yeah. They're top, top three in the city easily. Easily, uh, yeah. We, so, we
1: need to get the magazine rankings on that.
0: Yeah. All right, should we move on? Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Jokes. Today on script surgery, oh, we are going to shred to pieces and rebuild from the ground up the screenplay A Star is Born. Yes. A Star is Born, the new version of A Star is Born.
1: Oh, there is a remake.
0: It's a remake, yeah, it's a remake uh, over and over again, I I believe, Um, but this one is interesting, it's starring Gaga, Gaga, and um, that guy who speaks French, whose name is Bradley Cooper, Mm -hmm. who I know Bradley Cooper as the guy who speaks French, because he's a good French speaker, and he's an actor. And uh, just a generally interesting guy. Anyway, he directed this one, I believe, Gaga Stars. Cooper also is in there. Screenplay was interesting. Nathan, what's your take?
1: Well, it's so funny because I never would have thought it would be a remake because it seems so, like, relevant to today, you know, to 2018. So
0: Absolutely. Well, that's the beauty of remakes is that you can remake them and tailor them to today's, you know, cultural climate, today's society, today's makeup styles and trends and and types of denim that people are wearing. And that's what they did with this one. There's denim everywhere. There's an interesting natural approach to makeup where there's not very much makeup in certain situations and some in others, which is true to life. And with the denim... Uh, I appreciated the way they treated Denim in this screenplay uh, Cooper wears denim He wears denim jackets, denim jean, pants They're faded But uh, you can tell that they're contemporary Yeah So I thought that really worked Overall My take is that this screenplay I wouldn't change a word yeah. I wouldn't change a word
1: No, it's one of those things where it's like You've Done a significant enough job, like the fact that I couldn't even tell that it's a remake is saying something. Your movie should be completely original, so that the worst is when you're watching a remake and you're in your, uh, you're like, "Yep, I've seen this before." That was like it, because I saw back to back showings of the first It and the second It with film Finn, Finn Wolfhard.
0: So, yeah, well, that's fantastic. Let's do logline cage match.
1: Logline Cage Match is where we pitch each other ideas to simulate a real-life Hollywood pitch session. Uh, We give each other no-holds-barred feedback. And Ryan has an idea for us. I do.
0: Bingo. All right. This is one that I workshopped a little bit at the ice cream sandwich workshop. We didn't get around getting to it because we were trying to produce 240 ice cream sandwiches that night. So I'll produce it now here. I'll I'll read it now. It's called The Last Netminder. It's the year 2027. The future. And no one wants to play goalie. Because people's slap shots have gotten too hard. All across Canada and the United States and the Northern Europe no one's playing goaltender anymore. They can't get anyone to do it. Too hard a position. Everyone wants to skate. But in the dark reaches of rural Canada, Alberta, there's a last great hope to play goalie. That's it. Hmm. The last netminder.
1: This is like, uh, I can see where this idea came from because you were uh, in our floor hockey team. You We couldn't get anyone to play goalie. Right, and then you stepped in and... You only got two shots scored on you, so
0: Yeah, two shots out of four. There are only four shots taken. Two of them went in, which is not a great percentage, but I'm not really a natural goalie. Not really a goalie. That's why it's such hard so hard to find people to play goalie, what can I say? But uh I think you'd be good, Nathan. I think you'd be good. You got good coordination, good reflexes.
1: I'm just scorekeeper. That's yeah, I think you should step
0: I'd... up and jump in goalie. I think you'd be great. Yeah. I'll play out. I'll play out. We'll throw the pads on you. We'll throw the yeah. pads on you, take some slap shots. I'd prefer just to sit there with It'd be fun. <laughs> well, that too. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. Great to have been with you talking about criticism in this episode, how to take it, how to give it, and ice cream sandwiches. Have a great day. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always
1: keep writing.